Hi, welcome back. It's Debbie McAllister and this Light Up Your Worth. And my guest that I'm going to be bringing to you is Sandy Lana. She's a psychic based out of the Carson City, Nevada area. So we're going to jump into all different types of things around being a psychic. We're going to even jump into what a remote viewing is of properties, some of the ghost stories around Carson City. Um, archaeological excavations using her psychic skills, and then how she actually helps solve cold case crimes. So stay tuned for this really delightful look on how being gifted as a psychic has really served her to be able to help people. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Debbie and this is Light Up Your Worth. This podcast is for you, the spiritual curious woman seeking inspiration, hope, and practical knowledge as you navigate a life transition and move forward with confidence in rebuilding a new and radiant life. Each week, you will be given an all-access pass into the lives of other soulful spiritual women who get real and vulnerable as they share their very own unique journey through transition. This podcast is here to provide engaging and heart-centered conversations that offer so much wisdom, it'll motivate you, and light up your worth. Hello, this is Debbie and this is Light Up Your Word podcast and I am so excited today to bring you Sandy Lenay. Lenay. Oh my gosh. See, there I go. (laughs) So Sandy, just to give you an idea of who we're going to be talking to, she's been blessed at birth with many psychic abilities. She has centered herself and her career on helping people by giving intuitive and spirit readings, if that's exciting. So in her profession as Sandy Psychic Stones, she uses 117 stones and a few earth elements. And she gives upbeat, informative, and interesting psych readings, helping those interested with their present day concerns and aiding their knowledge of future events. And she's been reading publicly since 1984. I mean, this is amazing. She also hosts a TV show. She's written many, many, many books. And she just has a long bio that is just full of so many interesting things. Um, I've caught her radio show as well. And uh, highly recommended. And I'll share more about that too, as we go on. So welcome, Sandy. Well, thank you. This is a true honor to be on your podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, and sorry, I sorry about the name. I uh, I know I just practiced, and oh my gosh, okay. that's this lifetime's journey pronunciation. <laughs> so, well, if you know my maiden name, it's like this long, and nobody could ever pronounce it. So we're good. <laughs> Well, that's good. Well, yeah. you know, I had uh, come across Sandy through some mutual friends because I lived in the Reno area for a few years and having just moved, moved away recently. And so we have a mutual friend because I'm in uh, the polka dot powerhouse group with the Carson city branch. And somehow that connected me because I think you're friends with um, our chapter director 
I think is how I found you. And so she had, uh, just so that the listeners know, she had something up on her Facebook about a reading with minerals. Mm-hmm. And boy, did that catch my attention. Oh, <laughs> it really caught my attention because, you know, I had never heard of anybody doing work with minerals. Mm-hmm. And so I would love if we can just kind of jump in there and kind of talk about that for a little bit as we get to know it. Sure. Okay. Well, um, uh, many, many years ago, I used to read tarot and I went, oh, I need something different. So I found this book. Oh, gosh, forever ago. And it said like fortune telling with crystals or something like that. I thought, okay, I bought the book, read it, said, nope, nope. That's not how it works. So I started, <laughs> gather, I started gathering, oh, jaspers and quartz and, and just, you know, just nice little minerals of all different kinds of sizes and colors. And what I did was I ended up with 117. I have a feather also and a manzanita stick and a couple of shells. And I programmed them with their own meanings. And so to give an intuitive reading, I asked my my client to choose uh, for a mini reading, it's five, and for a full reading, it's nine, and they'll choose whatever stone or item they want. They put that in front of them on a mat, um, line it up in any way they want, because stone placement helps me give a reading too. And then the stones that they chose, that is, uh, they're all well, I should say program as a general meaning with the general meaning, okay? And then I just intuit them, listen to what their spirit guides are telling me, their ancestors, and then I give them their reading and that's it. <laughs> wow. So even a lot the of placement, the placement of where they are in conjunction to you or each other or? Uh, well, actually for an example, If somebody chooses nine stones, let's say, and they put them all in a square, that's showing me that they feel boxed in. And so I take the stones one by one, or if there's a group of two or three telling a story, I show them how to get out of that quote unquote box and start living life again. If I've had one, (laughs) I had one lady that she stacked them up. And she had like all the flat stones and she, she just stacked them up. And I thought, wow, you have a lot of issues that are piled up on your shoulders right now. So we just intuited each and every stone. I took it off that pile. And so I could get her back into living life rather than feeling just overwhelmed and burdened under that big, (laughs) you know, on her shoulders, this big like Atlas feeling of overwhelmingness and stress. Wow. Yeah. So along with each stone, like for a general meaning with each that I have programmed the stones, like let's say you chose the stone that means finances. Okay. Well, I just intuit that and listen to your spirit guides that you could be getting a nice raise at work, or you could be using all of your paycheck down at the Nugget Casino, wasting it away when you need to get your bills paid. Oh. Yeah. So a general meaning intuitively 
I can just kind of really dig on in and, and see what's coming up for you. Oh, I love that. You know, what's yeah. so interesting is before we got on, I have, you know, the back thing on with the big story, but I had, uh, I moved around some of my, my beautiful stuff, you know, Ooh. and um, this one came forward nice. before we got on. Isn't she uh -huh. beautiful? That is gorgeous. And she's got these indications now that I've had her for several years. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, she's just so beautiful. And it's I can't so really see it that well. Mm -hmm. What what kind of stone is she's that? a it's she's a um, um, I was going to say Jasper. I think she's a Jasper. OK. All right. Looks like kind of a popcorn Jasper. They mm -hmm. might. Yeah. yeah, she's like got some like moss green and a little bit of like I would say mustard yellow, but a little bit of speckles and she's got some imperfections now and she's quite big yes you know and so she likes being with you too <laughs> yeah I love her she was a gift you know oh so. nice mm -hmm. well that was a perfect gift I love minerals because just like what you're doing you've got the whole world right there in the palm of your hand I do I mm. do I am um, I also do a um Oh, I'm going to actually, I think, turn off my background because that way I can show my friends who are here. Right? Uh -oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> There's my background, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I was bringing this little beauty with me everywhere. And she is a flower, a gate palm stone with a really huge, um, you know, imperfection here. Uh -huh. And I picked this up last fall and, um, my friend's shop, the Gaia Creations down in uh, San Luis Obispo. And she was on the podcast. She was my guest. And so I picked this up in her store and I carried it and I carried it and I carried it. And her, the energy of her was so strong that now I, now when I went to, um, on a recent trip, I left her here. I didn't actually bring her because you know, she wanted there. And then, yeah. and then the other one, the other beauty that I've had <laughs> recently oh. is this beauty. And this is actually petrified rock. Isn't that beautiful? Oh. And when I got it through a friend that she was uh, letting go of some of hers, her beauties is that mm -hmm. when I had it in the house, the first time before I moved, she just changed the whole energy that her energy was so strong, this petrified rock. And uh, so she also, you know, scooped up because she wanted to make sure she could say hi. It's like your rose quartz uh, back there too. Yeah. Yeah. She is. <laughs> That's beautiful. She's beautiful. Yeah. And then of course I have my dark one so that, oh. you know, can, Tourmaline mm -hmm. keeps everybody all the icky away. Oh, that's wonderful. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And look at the side of them. This Isn't one. That interesting. Love yeah. it. I love yeah. It. Mm -hmm. I just love that. So um, anyway, go off on a tangent on, no, my, that's okay. uh, on, on all the friends that I brought with me today I, that are always <laughs> here with me. <laughs> they love you too. That's oh awesome. gosh. I just love them. So I wanted to ask you a question because I've had on 
you know, so many people, season one, season two, and you hear us as we describe most of the healers I've had on go by the word intuitive, right? Mm -hmm. It seems to be the new word intuitive, right? Mm -hmm. So, and when I say something about their psychic, you know, psychic, everybody like kind of almost freaks out. Mm -hmm. Like you can feel like generational stuff, right? Like with so many intuitives, right? The intuitive word now is the, is the big word. And so um, I'm interested to know, right. And so everybody else is, they're like, you really call yourself a psychic? (laughs) I do. And I'll tell you why it could be a, a harsh, and I'm sure some people might think it might be a little bit harsh, but I learned a long, long time ago that if I use the word psychic, two things happen, one to my benefit, and then the other one also to my benefit, okay? <laughs> the first thing that might happen is people will go, oh, wow, that's so cool. Then they tell me their life stories and that's all you know, well and fine. The second is people will go, oh my God, I don't believe in psychics. You scare me and and you're weird and go away. And it's like, well, good, because then I don't have to fool with you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want all that energy anyway. (laughs) That's right. Exactly. So they go away and then the good people come and tell me all they want to tell me and come for a reading, which if I could boast, you can contact me for reading at my website, which is www.sandypsychicstones.com. And I spell my name S-A-N-D-I-E-S. Oh, yes. I yeah. love that. Because uh-huh. I, I just think it's so, um, you know, can you imagine like you started when you started your readings back in 1984? Mm-hmm. I was, that's a good year because I graduated from high school, but um, nice. so I have a, you know, an affection for 1984. Right. And And it probably, you know, you've seen, I can't even imagine the changes you've seen and the amount of people now, Mm -hmm. like who are in this or who have come out, I say, come out of the closet, right. With, of (laughs) that they've always been intuitive or psychic or, you know, whatever word that they're, are, you know, resignating with. And so I'm really curious to hear about you know, how you got to this point where you're like, nope, this is what I do. This is who I am. And then all of the changes that you've seen over the last, you know, period of time, It'd be fascinating to <laughs> know time. that, but yeah. <laughs> well, um, let's see, uh, to go way back in time, I think my very first vision that I had, I'm going to say it's a vision was when I was about three years old, my mother put me down for a nap. And all of a sudden I got so homesick. And I was having a a vision in my mind about like a marketplace over in the Middle East. And I was so homesick and I couldn't figure out why I am at home. Well, growing up, I didn't have any mentors. Nobody could tell me the visions that I'm seeing are okay. You know, the voices that I'm hearing, you know, it, it's all okay. And it really wasn't until, oh, I would say maybe in my mid-20s that I actually started meeting people that gave me titles, that gave me reasons. Um, 
and they just helped guide me where before it was just utter and complete chaos in my mind and mm-hmm. in my emotions. I can remember when I was in, I think I was in seventh grade. <laughs> I was in art class and all of a sudden I start spewing forth this catastrophe that was going to be happening. And people looked at me like, you really need to be in a rubber room. And it was then that I realized a lot of people, they weren't intuitive and psychic. I thought everybody on the face of the earth had, well, my ability. So as a teenager, of course, I tried to suppress it so I could be a teenager and live. But my spirit guide said, no, it just got more and more powerful, got a little more chaotic. And then, like I was mentioning a minute ago, in my, I guess it was in my 20s, I met people that gave me titles and guided me to, well, to know and to understand my abilities to the fullest potential. Said, you've got it, go for it. Don't try and hide it. Don't try and suppress it. So with my readings as well, I've had a lot of people say, well, I think I'm kind of psychic, but I'm afraid of it. And so I tell them, well, don't be. It's an ability. If you'd like to embrace it. And if it, you know, scares you, then that's okay. You just have other things to do in life. But there's been a lot of people that have been young kids all the way up to, uh, let me see, I've had a couple of women in their 80s. And it's like, do you think I can be psychic? And it's like, I sure do. Here, I'll help you embrace it and learn it and hone it. Yeah, oh, that's a beautiful gift to give them. Yeah, I and I always welcome them. It's it's like you know, welcome to the fold. It's your time to learn. It's your time to you know read some books, talk to other people, and then what's fascinating is that once that you you know tell the universe I'm ready. Oh my gosh, the people, places, and things just literally fall right into your lap because the universe is very, very happy that you're going to be learning about yourself so you can help others learn. Most definitely. It's amazing how that happens, no matter what we do, right? We, we mm-hmm. just ask for it. So since you've been uh, doing so many readings, you know, long before people did them online, Mm-hmm. you know, 1984, we, we didn't have zoom right. um, or these type of, <laughs> right. ca- uh, you know, capacities right. <laughs> to be able to do that. So I can even imagine how many people you've seen in person, you know, sure. coming up into the Reno Carson city area and mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to go have a reading done. And, yeah. and, um, is there anybody who you've come across that's, um, maybe not by name, but that you are like, yeah, I have you met with people who are like well-known or? Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, celebrities, um, sports owners or sports company or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, politically, you know, politics, um, every walk of life, actually. Yeah. And it's fun because I've had people scared to death, okay? They have come to me and they're literally shaking. And I tell them right off the bat, well, look, I'm going to give you a rating. I don't bite, but I do nibble. And when I tell them that, 
they, I mean, you can just see them relaxing. And all of my readings, I try and give upbeat readings, even if there's a unpleasant, well, event that's coming up. The thing that I believe in is if you're aware of, let's just say something unpleasant that, you know, is in your future. Once you know about it, you can stop it. You can tell it not to come into your life. And I can help you, you know, if an unpleasant situation is popping up, I can help you by giving you the reading, but also talking to your spirit guide saying, hey, this person doesn't want this, you know, send it next door to the neighbors, <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't, don't let them go through this, they've been through enough. So many, many times I've had people come in and they're really stressed out because of a situation or a circumstance. They'll come in, uh, right now I'm reading out of my home, but I have read at you know, metaphysical fairs and, and stores and things like that. And they'll come in and they're just, you know, they're slump shouldered. They're, you know, kind of frowning a bit or tears in their eyes. And, you know, it's a wonderful gift that I give them this reading. And it's a wonderful gift when they leave. They're standing straight. They're smiling. They have, their, their aura has changed. And they always say, can I give you a hug? And it's like, hugs are required. So it's a beautiful gift that they give me when they walk out, they're smiling, they're confident, and they're happy because they know that their future is going to be, well, a lot better than when they first walked through the door. Oh, what a gift. Well, and your energy is just so like warm and huggy. Oh, oh, you know, like you, like, I want to hug you. Like you just, you just elude like this, um, what's the word, uh, like calm, but almost motherly, you know, like <laughs> it's this really grounded feeling. And then you have such a, uh, you know, a great sense of humor. Thank you. I just, I, I can see why, you know, when they come in, how you would instantly make people relax. Oh, thank you. you That's know. what I try and do because I mean, I'm human, I get stressed out. So if I can get around somebody with calming energies, some of my friends were, you know, they're psychics and things too. It's nice to get around people that have calming energies because it helps me relax. And it helps me really think about, you know, is the ink in my pen really gonna, you know, wear out today or tomorrow? You know? <laughs> All good if it, if it goes away. <laughs> get a new pen. <laughs> I love that. So I know that we um, talked about that you have written 27 books. Yes, yes. Um, and it's see, you've done them in historical paranoia, paranormal, sorry, right. um, describing the history of particular buildings and the paranormal findings mm -hmm. that you and the Thin Veil investigations have discovered. Right. Uh, I find that really interesting because I know Reno Carson city has a lot of history. Um, is, is there someplace I shouldn't go? So, because as a sensitive, it makes me uncomfortable. So there's some place you shouldn't go <laughs> if you're that person or what do you think has some of the, some really good history? This is a big loaded question. Probably should have told you before, but it just came right. to mind. Um, 
you know, like there's got to be some really interesting stuff that you have seen and experienced going through historical buildings. Sure. Uh, yeah, we've found interesting things. We've also found very scary things. That's uh, real interesting. There is a beautiful old, old, it was built in 1864 here in Card City called the St. Charles Hotel. And the paranormal group that I'm part of, Finvale Investigators, we for many years gave tours there. We can't anymore because they're renovating it and it's kind of losing its well, savvy about being haunted and stuff because it's looking way too new. But there was one time we were in there and we were filming for my TV show, which is called Psychic Creations. You can watch it on YouTube. And my producer walked into one of the rooms and he wears glasses and he got slapped by there was a young, oh, I, he's probably about 16, 17 year old boy, uh, a spirit boy. And I guess that he didn't like Michael. And so he slapped him and that's all on tape. Yeah, that's all on film. And so he came out of the room real quick. And even his face was warm, you know, like if you were going to slap somebody's face was warm. And so we've had things like that happen. We've also, well, investigated a lot of historical places around here, like you said, especially at Virginia City, that's kind of a, a mecca of, um, well, of ghosts, okay. And I would like to say that the group that I am part of, we're, we're kind of a unique investigative group because we're all psychics. We all have our certain abilities, okay? Mm -hmm. That we see, we hear, we, we intuit, uh, we sense. I happen, if I can boast, I love mm -hmm. it. I happen to have an ability where I see ghosts. I, you know, like that old movie, Sixth Sense, I see yeah. ghosts. Yeah, join the club, kid, join the club. I love having that ability because, well, all the spirits, they can see that I can see them and they like to talk. As fascinating as this conversation is, we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back. As a soulful spiritual woman, are you looking to engage with other heart-centered women and really get to know each other, share your businesses, refer each other. Well, if you are one of these women like myself, I founded in an organization called Polka Dot Powerhouse. And I'm part of the Carson City, Nevada chapter. And they're located globally. So lots and lots of chapters. So if you're interested in learning more about this, I highly encourage you to go to polka.powerhouse.com and take a look at the chapters there. And if you're interested in joining, let them know that you heard about us through myself, Debbie McAllister, and this is Light Up Your Worth. I hope to see you there. And with my other team members, we really get a lot of information to where sometimes we call our investigations a history investigation. Because when we're talking to someone that was, you know, around in 1864, they give us information to where we can research that and find out that, well, yeah, Mr. Brown, he was at this particular building in 1864. It's fascinating. 
That is fascinating. You know, one of the, I haven't written a book, but I have a, a, a draft, right? Kind of outline of a book that I'm doing. And it has to do with, because I've done generational healing that goes back like seven generations. So I started to get really curious about like, well, who are these people? My family for one thing, right? Like, I think I knew like who maybe three or four are back, right? My mother's grandmother. So four generations. And so then I started looking at like finding, um, like when they're born, that type of information, when they passed away, where they lived. And I, um, and just seeing like, what was happening with history at that point? And I met with one of uh, the gals who I've had on here and um, we met because we had done work before and she has uh, people come to see her too. That's her, one of her gifts as well. And so I was like, well, I'm thinking about writing this book, but there's so much I don't know. And she says, well, let's just have a, you know, we had a session and then she called forth my, um, my grandmother and actually they all came like all these women came. It was a whole room full of women who are somehow in my lineage lineage. Right. I don't know them all yet. And, uh, and I said, well, I'm, I want to share a book about like, just what that looks like in my family, like with some stories and stuff. And so we just basically wanted to ask, um, um, their permission. Oh, that's just so somebody just popped in, I guess, but, um, but I, I wanted their permission and they all were like, yes, because we, we have found out like so many women, so many women, so many generations of women, you know, there's been a lot of sexual abuse, right? Sexual abuse or somehow trauma around, uh, sex. And so, um, I, uh, myself, my generation has stopped that. And so, I am doing in this healing, I want to be able to, to heal their trauma and have them tell me their stories. And I had, I had one come forth and said that she actually, as a teenager, they were looking to make women vote. And she was out in some, um, like not Nebraska, but something like, I think it was around Nebraska and she would hold up signs and I thought, wow, that's the kind of women I'm from, you know, like, wow, it's so powerful to be able to like help people like be able to connect so that you can find out like real life information right. that people can go research and go, my gosh, that's true. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, wonderful. Well, good luck to you on your book. And I just wanted to add something with that. Um, you know, your psychic abilities, your intuitive abilities, it's all handed down from generation to generation. Having that ability is, an, it, I guess, an inheritance, I guess. Yeah, because my mother was, and but she came from a generation where, you know, you don't talk about that kind of stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. My daughter is very, very psychic. But now she's in the corporate world. So she kind of, you know, pushes it back a little bit. But her spirit guides are always saying, um, excuse me, <laughs> we need to tell you something. 
<laughs> right? Like she does she have where she's uh you're there and you're going into a meeting and you kind of you may not know, but you know something's happening. Right. Like, yeah, sure. this isn't what they say is happening. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. she's very intuitive too. So yeah. yeah. Well, see, that's interesting, right? It's intuitive. The mm -hmm. it's handed down mm -hmm. from you know how many generations ago sure. where they weren't sure. able to 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 really claim it or talk right. out loud or what mm -hmm. we have to do meet in secret and yeah. exactly know, yeah or maybe it was just really close family members that knew you know great grandma had a gift so sure it yeah. just wasn't talked about like it is well nowadays uh i i don't know if it was accepted like it is nowadays but i'm sure like what you just said there is very very they just had to have like close knit family or friends that they could speak to or talk to about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that um, in this day and age where anybody's in, uh, able to embrace it if they want to and learn and grow with it. Cause like I was saying, you know, I've had some elderly women come to me and said, I'd really like to learn this. Well, yay. You know, I'm glad that yeah. you're 70 years old and, and you want to embrace your abilities now. If we have to. We're powerful and we're awesome. Oh my gosh. Aren't we though? I mean, just to be able to accept who you are. Yes. Yeah. With whatever that looks like, right? Whatever, you know, people are so comfortable with is so powerful. And it's really, you know, I think that's what brings the light to our world is, you know, being free to be who you are. I think it's time now too, mm -hmm. just because of the, the world. I think it's been time for probably about, oh, about 30 years or so that there's been a lot of people that are now coming out uh, for the past maybe 30 years, could be longer, uh, that are embracing or learning about and embracing their abilities and helping others. And I really feel, well, I'm hoping to, but I really feel that there's going to be even more and more powerful women coming forth because this world needs us. Mm -hmm. We can guide the world to a better place. It's, that's what I'm hoping for anyway. Yeah. And yeah. some of my visions that I've had, I really truly believe that's where we're headed. You know, we're, we're all, we're all coming out to help. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting how we all do it in uh, different and yet similar similar ways sure. um, so i'd like to hear like i know you have your uh radio show mm -hmm. yeah um and I have to have you on it yeah yeah that'd be fun <laughs> that'd be lots of fun so how did you come up with wanting to be on radio oh well let's see a few years ago there was a mutual friend and there's a brand new radio station that started here in Carson, uh, Carson City, Nevada. And she asked me to be her guest. And I went, okay, cool. So I got on, I talked. Well, the producer was standing there going, <laughs> when the show was over, he said, can we have a program with you? Would you like to be, you know, hosting your own program? I went, now that would be interesting because I love to talk. And so um, I said, I'm a psychic. Everything I do has got the word psychic in it. He said, okay. 
So my radio show is called Sandy's, uh, what is it called? Uh, Psychic Communications. <laughs> and so he said, that's great. And what I do is even with my TV show, which is called Psychic Creations, I interview people from all walks of life, whatever they're doing, because I love to show off people and what their talents are, what their interests are. I just like to get out there what, what everybody's doing because it's just a, they're both access uh, at Access TV and community radio. But I like everybody in our region to know that this person owns a restaurant and that person reads tarot cards and, and this person is an author and that person's a musician. So listen to their song. I love showing people off, getting them out there into the world so they can be noticed by other people. Oh, isn't that so beautiful that we're both like, that's what we do. Like mm -hmm. I love to talk too. So yeah. um, you're an awesome networker and a connector too. I like what you're doing. Yeah, I love, you know, I really want people to have access to all of the brilliant people that I am meeting or I've connected with through another connection or a group that I'm part of. It, I, it's just been, it's just been an overwhelming amount of love and to know that you're able to do that too. You, do you find that as fulfilling as I know I do? It's, I do. Mm -hmm. you know, because you have to get, I remember taking a marketing class um, years ago and it was telling me, you know, like we have to get comfortable talking about what we do. Yes. Because you could, you could have written the best book in the world, but if there's no marketing, people actually don't know it's there. Right. Right. then nobody will read it. And it, it could be some other book that just is part of a marketing machine mm -hmm. and not even that all that great. And it can be a bestseller. Exactly. From yeah. marketing, from people sharing and talking. And I think the more of us who are out there sharing this about everybody's special gifts. So, you know, so here's a question then okay. uh, thinking about that with your psychic abilities. So when people come in, I want to guess on what's their number one thing that they want to know about that you with find, an intuitive reading. Yep. With an intuitive reading. Oh, let's see. I would say love money. And I think following that would be happiness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I think following that is uh, their health and then family. Yeah. But usually, usually money and love is just right. The two top, right, right there. Right. That's right where we're at. <laughs> That's because what I think of to people, people, money. Need, yeah. people need the money to live. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I can tell if they're greedy or if they're really needing the funds, but then people are always looking for love. I'm always looking for love, you know, and everybody's right? looking for love. And so if I can help them find that or guide them to a place to, you know, where, where they'll feel comfortable finding it, well, then that's cool. And then we get into, well, just the other things that are coming up. Now, a lot of times they'll come in, they don't even have a question, okay? I can mm -hmm. tell what's needed to tell them in their life just because of the stones that they have chosen. 
because each stone is programmed with love, with every circumstance and situation, person, place, and thing. There's, because uh, there's 117, there's all kinds of scenarios that uh, I can just pick up on and I can tell, like if uh, they can pick up my legal stone and I know that they're, you know, having something legal coming up or their child stone or their work stone or I can even tell them, oh, <clears throat> if their car needs maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just every situation I can talk oh, to Oh, that's so funny. So the first stone I had picked up okay. is in the shade of a heart. Right. That the audience can't see, but it is a shade of the heart. And I, I really do believe this is Jupiter, but um, mm -hmm. so that was just so funny because when I was thinking to myself, what's the number one thing I would want to know? And that is love. And mm -hmm. I have an upcoming move happening. And I thought to myself, I was texting with a girlfriend and she's like, aren't you excited? And I'm like, yeah, I'm excited. And she goes, no, really, you know why you're extra excited. Right. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, you know, what's going to happen. And I was like, well, I don't know, but uh, sure. <laughs> Are you with a partner right now? Do no, you, are no. you single? I am. Well, I'm single. I'm divorced. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm thinking that she was probably thinking that when you get to your new job, your heart is going to go all a flutter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's an old word. I like right, that. Oh, right. Isn't that funny? <laughs> so I thought to myself, well, I don't know, you know, like, oh, maybe eventually, but mm -hmm. it was, um, it, she was just so funny the way she explained it. Right. And and she is, uh, she is not, she doesn't claim to be an intuitive at all, like nothing at all, right? She's just a friend and, um, and we've talked through her dating scenarios, you know, of, at the last couple of years in Reno. And so we, it was just a really fun conversation, you know, we were like, Aww. well, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with psychic, you know, or oh, being intuitive or anything. So it was just really fun. So out of all the things that you do, because you do so much, you know, you have your TV show, your radio show, um, you've written so many books, you're part of the Thin Veil, you know, community, you help people with readings, you know, where, what is your, I don't know want to say your favorite thing, because I know they all have a, a different place into it. But if somebody is thinking about, well, I'm really interested in, you know, having a psychic reading, for instance, you know, is it better for them or is it, they do, would they get the most out of it if they do come with like ideas or just how you said some people just kind of show up and they pick out different minerals and mm -hmm. a lot will come in with a question or questions in mind. Mm -hmm. Sure. Because they want to find out a specific thing. But sometimes they'll just come in and what I call a general reading, they'll just choose their stones. And then I can tell them what's going on. Well, maybe with a circumstance or situation that's going on right now, mm -hmm. or and then of course, the future events. So it's I'd have to say it's 50 50 both ways coming in with questions or just coming in to see what's going on. 
Oh, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. So where have you, um, in, in all of the, the, all this wonderful stuff that you've done, what, um, do you have any stories or something that really stuck out to that you think that people would enjoy hearing? Oh goodness. I have all kinds of stories. Let's see. Um, you know, if you go back into the ghosts, I wanted to say that if somebody's interested in ghosts and the paranormal, go up to Virginia city. Okay. Cause it's a really cool historic place, but that place is, is haunted. Oh, wow. If you really want to embrace your abilities, becoming a psychic, go up there because all the spirits will say, Hey, let's help you see us. It's wonderful. Now I've given if if I could uh, butt into my own conversation here with some of my books I give uh, power uh, power um, yeah PowerPoint presentations with them and one of my lectures happens to be a, a book well quite a few of them up there in Virginia City and always 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 at the end of the lecture people will say what's the most haunted place in Virginia City and I look at them very calmly very coolly and I tell them, you know, and you're, you can just say, they're just shaking because they're in anticipation. I tell them, <laughs> people's homes. And they look at me so funny. It's like, we didn't hear her right. And I tell them, yeah, people's homes. And they say, why? You know, a bar, that, you know, a hotel. It's like, that place had almost uh, 80,000 people in the region. And I said, you know, only about maybe 3% of that went to bars, went to the brothels. (laughs) You you were outlaws. The rest of them were God-fearing people. They had stores. They had families. They went to church. When they die, they're going to go back home. They're not going to go to a bar and sit there for all the tourists in in this day and age to shake hands with. They're going to go back home to be with their families. And when I explained that to them, they all go like, sure. <laughs> it's fun to see that. So that's one story. Um, I don't know if that was a story or not. But- no, I actually believe that though, too, with, you know, when I've um, been in, you know, where you go to purchase homes. And so you're, you're going into homes and there have been times and every journey of, of purchasing the home where I've walked into a home. One of them was when I lived out in Stockton, California, I remember walking into a home and we walked around and I was like, no, never like, no, I am not going to be in this home. And I also had that actually happen in, um, when I lived out in Laramie, Wyoming, it was a home, I think that had been built in the Mm seventies and it had these couple weird doorways, like on the, in the basement and how the locks were on the outside of the door. And I was with my realtor and I'm like, they need to burn this house. I actually, he's like, what? And I'm like, no, I don't know who it happened to, but well, it was boys that it happened to, but I go something, this is not right. 
and uh and he uh and the house had been empty he was having a hard time selling it and i'm like i don't know what the how that maybe it looked like this was a lot you know a up and up family but there was something happening in this house and uh and he's like okay guess you're not going to want this house and i'm like no this is why they've professionally staged it you know like you could just feel the heebie-jeebies in this place sure and he's like yeah he goes i can even feel it and i'm like i'm telling you like never again i go we need to clear ourselves from this house <laughs> right oh yeah so when you say that about the houses it's so mm-hmm. true you can like feel things it's almost like the walls like that is it a book or movie the, if the if these walls could talk right exactly exactly well if i can add to that Um, I'm also what you call a remote viewer. And I have had people come to me, real estate people Mm -hmm. that, you know, they know me, they've come to me and they're saying, you know, at, you know, one, two, three Elm street, we're trying to sell this house. Can you go visit it and see what's going on? And so what a remote viewer does is I can sit here in front of my computer. You give me a coordinate or an address and boom, I'm there. So I can, you know, walk around the house and I can see that, you know, maybe there was, for an example, grandma, she passed away in one of the bedrooms. And I tell them it might be good to have, you know, somebody come in on a spiritual or religious or scientific uh, way and uh, cleanse that house. Because if not, well, grandma's not going to go anywhere. She wants to stay in her bedroom. And so... Uh, with the remote viewing, I can help some real estate agents and or other people, just like what you do, you were looking mm-hmm. into a home, seeing if it was, you know, going to be a nice residence for you, but you felt like, whoa, no way. So the remote viewing ability is, I, I really like that. I really like doing that. And, and if I could see, it's very, very interesting for me to work with FBI agents on cold cases. Mm-hmm. I can help find people and get them home. And then what I've been doing the past, oh, maybe about five years, is I'm helping with archaeological excavation companies finding ruins. Oh. Um, the farthest I've gone back with that is 80,000 years into a place in uh, Mexico. And then I also have a friend, she's a, a filmographer, and she's also a historian, and she's a documentary artist. And she lives in Rome, Italy. And so she'll send me a coordinate, because a lot, a lot of ruins over there, they don't have addresses. And so she will send me a coordinate, and I will go and remote view that particular ruin or place or building give her my findings and then she researches that and then she makes old documentaries out of of uh, what I found and what she puts the history to. I really love my remote viewing abilities because, well, just like with my uh, reading my stones, I can help people that way. Mm-hmm. And especially when there's been cold cases and people are looking for their kids. Um, I really like having that ability that my visions, when I see things, you know, they're not all that pleasant, but at least I can get those kids home. I can get those people home. I can give their families closure. 
And then with the archeological excavations, I can go into the earth a couple of miles and, <laughs> and see what's buried there. You know, that sometimes even their machines can't see, but I can dig myself into the ground and find out what civilization was there 10,000 years ago. That's fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. what, what is the ability to give, um, you know, the hist history to people, to help people understand and, you know, to be able to get somebody home? I love that. I just, I am so glad that whoever and whatever bestowed upon me that gift, because I have a daughter, I, uh, my, only, my only child. I mean, I would come unglued if something ever happened to her. And so I know as a parent, I know that, you know, if your child's been lost for 30 years, you know, you want to bring her home, him or her home. Mm -hmm. So they can rest with you. Yeah. One, uh, if I can talk about a story was quite a few years ago. Um, I think it was in 1988 there was a Girl Scout troop that went camping. And there was a maintenance man at this camp that, well, kind of liked one of the girls and he killed her and nobody could find her. And of course they closed down the camp. Well, here it is all these years later, I think it was about maybe six years ago, somebody got a hold of me and they said, can you find her? Well, on the way into this camp, it was in a forested area. On the way into this camp, it was a, a dirt road. And on each side of the dirt road, there was these berms, you know, just where the, the road had been plowed. And, you know, all the dirt was, was up in these little berms. So she's just right under your nose. She's right underneath one of those. So I gave them kind of a general area of where she was buried. And it was just underneath, right there by the road. And they found her. So... She could get home. Yeah. yeah. So they would, they just, and everybody, when they ask me these things is, how do you know that? It's like, well, kind of psychic here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can help you. Yeah. So with all of my psychic abilities, like I said, I see wonderful things for people, but I also see some things that just aren't that pleasant, but I will put myself through that. Not, you know, not that it's all about me or anything, but I can put myself through that so I can help that child or that even animals to get home where they need to be. So um, anyway, so. <laughs> well, I, I just can't even imagine. That was just so, um, I mean, what piece that you can, I mean, that's a huge piece, right? Those parents have been carrying that around all of the friends that were there right you mm -hmm. know um what a, that is such a gift no oh, thank you I love such that 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 makes me tear up because of, of the people that I've helped and and the kids that, that have gotten home yeah yeah because yeah, that is your worst fear as a parent that something's you know gonna happen oh. and right and then it unfortunately does happen and mm -hmm you know, to know, um, I used to watch this TV show a long, it's been a while now, but it was the blonde gal who was on the show and she worked in the show. She was a real psychic, 
who worked out of, I think it was Arizona who was doing cases. And of course, I can't think of her name of her, uh, the actress that was playing her. Um, but it was really powerful to watch even oh. just uh, the show uh-huh. itself with how, I mean, they, it was based upon the books that she had written, the, sh- the TV show. Oh, and I, I wish I could think of her oh, name. Oh, wasn't that the ghost whisper? No. Yeah. Um, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. She's real pretty. She had long, dark hair. Um, oh, what was that called? Ghost whisperer or something? Yeah, like the ghost whisperer was one. Yeah, that was one. And then this oh. one's even older than that. She oh. was... Um, she was a blonde actress. I'll have to think about it because oh, okay. it was so good, right? Like oh. um, she was a mom, had a couple kids uh, and a husband and she'd get these calls and they would come in like dreams and then she'd have oh. to share. And um, yeah, like it was just really, um, Fun. it was just a really interesting, you know, to watch because mm-hmm. she was also doing it to help bring peace to families, whether, oh no, she's still here. Like, mm-hmm. you know, to try to help them find and all she did all of her work with uh, the local uh, police department. I think she was like based out of Phoenix or something. Oh, okay. Um, so I have to think about that now. I'm going to go Google it when we're done. Uh, okay. <laughs> because now I'm like curious to know who it was, but right. <laughs> this has been, you know, such a, pre- such a pleasure, Sandy. Um, would you, I know you've shared it, but would you share with people how they can reach you? Sure. For oh, any yeah. of these beautiful gifts that you have. Oh, thank you. Oh, I, I love, well, I just love giving to people what they need. If they need help or guidance, I just love doing that. So um, yes, you can get a hold of me at my website, which is www.sandyspsychicstone.com. And I'm all over the place on Facebook. <laughs> and I have things other places. I just don't have time to get on them. So, but I do, I do get on Facebook and tell everybody hello. <laughs> but my website, and then if you want to, can I give my email address or or your uh, or your radio show or oh okay, the radio show is KNVC 95.1 FM in Carson City. And on YouTube, it's um. Uh, what is it? Psychic, Psychic Stones TV. I think that's what it's called. I can never remember the name. Of it. <laughs> that's on. Uh, um, that is on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If you want to become a guest, we can figure out how we can film you. Also, too, radio show. If you want to be a guest, we can do Zoom meetings. Yeah, because nice. right now, because of COVID, we can't go into the studio. Yeah. So um, let me see what else. Um, well, you can get a hold of me, um, with my email address through my web, my web, my website there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or they can reach out here and I gladly put them in touch oh. with you too. Um, I'm going to keep all of that in the show notes folks, so that you can go there too. Mm-hmm. Um, just in case you're driving, cause I know a lot of you are driving while you're listening to this or you're doing other things. So it will all be in the show notes, or you can just send me a message too. Um, and we'll get you connected. So this has been such a pleasure, Sandy. Well, it's been a true honor. Um, I love to talk. So yeah, <laughs> a true honor though. Thank you so much for thinking of me for this show. Thank you.
It's Debbie. Do you love to read? I know I do. I've been reading since I was found in the closet, uh, probably before kindergarten, reading a book with the flashlight. Yeah, I was that child. I can remember as I was growing up during the summer, I would see how many books I could possibly read over the summer. I was always that girl. But somehow in the busyness of life and going through education and momhood and career, I let books that just lit me up without a link to my own professional development just kind of get put on the side. And with all of the isolation that's occurred over the last two years, all the challenges we've had, I really had to come back and find that part of myself that would just love to dive into a really good book. So I have joined a book club and I'm with Brianna Brown with Badass Book Besties. She's amazing. You can find her on Insta on Badass Book Besties. Not only is she just this wonderful person, um, but she also shares the love of books and learning and her online book club is just so delightful. So, so, so delightful. I've been able to dive into books uh, that really bring me a lot of book, you know, a lot of uh, pleasure and enjoying them and being able to go to. We've been reading or we've read already the Elizabeth Gilbert City of Girls, the Immortalists by Chloe Benjamin. Um, we're reading a Timeless and she just makes it a lot of fun. So if you feel like joining us, feel free, let her know, let Brie know that you found her by me. Again, find her on Instagram on Badass Besties or her website, Brie Brown, which is B-R-I-B-E-E Brown.com. Isn't she amazing, Sandy? She really is the essence of being a soulful, spiritual woman who is super engaged and heart-centered to help others with her gifts. And so I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. In fact, I would love to hear what part was your absolute favorite. Did you love hearing about her gifts as a psychic or how she's been able to help others bring home and bring peace? Or maybe it was about the ghost stories. I don't know. She's a pretty fascinating woman. So I would love if you would subscribe so that you get the notifications directly when we update our episodes every Wednesday and every Saturday. And would you help me out by writing a review on your favorite part of this episode so that we can reach more women and really increase the vibration of our earth and send all this light out. Thank you for being here and sending you sunshine.